0: Our next savaged passionate builder and veteran workshop facilitator with 30 years experience in business coaching. Our next speaker also has a background in accounting and holistic psychology. Sharing with us today Mind Shift, the future of mindset, Charlene wants to deliver tools and techniques to help you create a life that thrives. She is the Vice-President of Healing Through Love and not for, a not-for-profit organisation that provides pamper days for women impacted by family and domestic violence. Right now, she is, to go, she is going to shift your mind. Would you please welcome to the 10X stage, Charlene Lynch.
1: Thank you. What if I told you? all of your dreams could come true. You can be, do, have and share everything your heart desires. You just need to do two things. Hands up if you want to know what those two things are. That's every hand. You need to start with a vision of what your life could look like and follow up with the decisions to make it all come true. Sounds easy, and it is, when you understand what's getting in the way between where you are and where you want to be. It requires change, and some change comes easy. Some change feels like one step forward and two steps back. Yeah? That's because we were not programmed for change. In our first seven years of our lives, we live in theta brainwaves, a fun, imaginary place where dreams and imagination, this is where we are easily programmed so we can learn the rules and techniques of how to survive. And by the time we're an adult, we think some seventy thousand thoughts a day.
2: Indeed, stream on my YouTube channel. Yeah. But that's not happening. I don't know what's going on. It it could be YouTube shadow banning. Uh, Probably. Not not restream. So.
0: Probably. Who the hell knows, right? <laughs> but uh, but anyway, guys, welcome to Savage Unfiltered. Welcome to another episode here of uh, craziness, chaoticness. No, it's it just seems to be like that uh, everybody just seems to be uh, thinking that the show is full of chaos and craziness but it's not we have fun on the show uh, we love bringing other walks of life here on the show uh, uh, loved uh, Federica Branson, uh, uh that we had on the show from Egypt the other uh, just the other day guys check that out uh, yeah. she's originally from Rome Italy but she you know she's traveling you know she's a scientist and it was great talking to her Joseph you know
2: I went into the Fujia Brothers Zodiac Club in Southgate the other day to get some gnocchi. So I told them how I plugged them on the show. Shout out again, guys. You got another Mm. free plug.
0: I hate (laughs) gnocchi. I don't even know what the hell that shit is. What the hell is gnocchi?
2: Sounds like a Jewish dish. (laughs) Gnocchi. That's Italian? That's Jewish, Joseph. It's a potato dumpling uh, noodle. We we still call it a noodle. We still call it a pasta, but it technically is a vegetable. It's a potato mm. dumpling that yeah. you make in a spaghetti sauce, oh. and it's much better. It's much uh, more f- filling because that potato dumpling is. Uh, uh, Doctor, you know, Doctor so Chef
0: much- Michael Fenster would love that, Joseph. Yeah, guy, yeah, yeah guy, I gotta,
2: I gotta, <laughs> I gotta bring our
0: guest in. She's in the green room, Shh! Savaged. This program contains subject matter and language that may be disturbing to some viewers. Your Viewer discretion
1: is advised. Wherever,
0: wherever we go, yeah. More technical problems. We live in the 21st century. Savaged.
2: No! Under. The only reason why I know this is because I lived under a tyranny. I lived. In- Shut the fuck no, up, girl, fuck no, you. Fuck you. Your host, Michael Korn. Proper fashion at the proper time.
1: Like Hey, guys, we
0: made it. Guys, without further ado, this is uh, Charlene Lynch here on the show. Welcome to the show. How are you, ma'am?
1: Hello. Uh, thanks for having me. It's great to be here.
0: And it's, it's great having you. Yeah, yeah. Awesome stuff. So, uh, so so, Sh- Charlene, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, uh, I know you're from Australia. Uh, you've been on multiple of multiple of different types of uh, speaking events, uh, including I see TEDx on there. I see all types of, you know, different speaking events that you've been through, you know, throughout your your website, I think. Uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, who you know Charlene Lynch is here to the audience.
1: Hello audience. It is 7:30 in the morning here. <laughs> and what time of the day is it with you guys?
0: Well, it's 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 cloudy and miserable here. It's uh we're getting thunderstorms here in the state of Florida here in the United States. And uh I don't know how it is there in Detroit because uh Joseph here to the left of us lives in Detroit, Michigan.
2: Pretty nice day up here in Detroit actually. We've had a cold spell again. We actually even had freeze warnings the last couple of evenings. But we're in the 60s again today pretty sunny, dry and to answer your question, it's 18:11 eastern time here. I so love it. but before we get too far, I got two things to ask you. Since we talked about gnocchi, do you have gnocchi in Australia? Do you like it and do you know Paul Hogan? Cuz right <laughs> don't don't all you Australians <laughs> all know each other? <laughs>
1: Uh, So Australia is incredibly multicultural and, yes, we have gnocchi uh, and, yes, it is potatoes and, yes, we still call it pasta even though uh, it might not be a pasta. You're right, it could be a dumpling. And it is a regular food at our house. We do something a little bit differently with it. Once we've boiled it a little bit, then we stick it in the fry pan full of butter, you know, to add some extra oh, carbs to it, and then fry it off. So it's soft on the inside, but then still crunchy on the outside. Absolutely delicious. And no, I don't know Paul Hogan. But, and we don't <laughs> have kangaroos jumping down the street. Just just Joseph, that,
2: that, Joseph, they say,
0: me. yeah, I was going to say, I, I hope you don't mind me chiming in with this little joke. But, you know, when they say, uh, you know, Australia uh, – down under it's it's not like that joseph it's not like the wild wild west there where they have uh, kangaroos all over the freaking place
2: but no (laughs) yeah yeah, i'm curious curious. that's great to hear that your twist on yaki though but i would think shrimp on the barbie right it's got to be your staple food though right (laughs) let's get all the stereotypes Uh, so, yeah, no.
1: got to <laughs> have
0: humor, Charlene. I, I do apologize, but you got to put the humor in where it's, where, where it's appreciated. We still know?
1: call them prawns. Uh, you know, it's okay. And we're more likely to have a prawn cocktail than we are to have it on the barbecue. It's a waste of effort to barbecue that. So, um, yes, we do have barbecues. In fact, most terraces or patios, backyards, front yards, they have... A type of barbecue it's a it's even in the middle of winter we'll still get outside and and cook especially more smelly foods like I don't know salmon and those sorts of things
2: Squarespace is a website that makes websites Create itself. Websites making websites. Websites Websites making websites. websites. It's the singularity. You did it, Adam Driver.
1: we tell ourselves about our beautiful bodies just aren't true. I'm the firstborn grandchild of Irish immigrants to Australia. I learned very quickly that to matter, that to be enough, that to be loved and to be important, you needed to be born a boy. That message was repeated time and time and time again in my early years. So I began to believe it to be true. So I lent in to being the very best tomboy you could possibly imagine. I was generally covered in dirt. I would bite the dog just to prove superiority. I climbed every tree I could climb, even climbed on top of the roofs. If you couldn't find me, I was generally sitting on top of a roof somewhere. So, yeah, it's uh, we're we're just as cultured as you are. Yeah. I'm going you.
0: That's my it. next bucket. By the bad way, beer. Yeah. sorry. You got? Oh, you have bad beer?
1: Huh? No, we don't have bud beer, but we've got everything else. We've only just started a new trend here in Australia of having non-alcoholic wines and beers. <sighs> what and become a thing? they're everywhere whereas when i lived in the states you had alcohol in the shopping centers because you could it didn't really have very much alcohol in it so yeah we are charlie we have a lot of
0: alcoholics here in the states they're (laughs) they're all over the place yeah
1: i love it well you ask a little
2: that's why i always used to drink molson ice seven percent by volume over the wimpy weak American beers because I'm in Detroit just across the river from Canada you
1: know? <laughs> yeah I love it so you asked a little bit about me and how I got here well it's a fascinating story it's not a not a happy story at all uh, but but you know sometimes in our lives it's the things that really the hurt that is what creates the biggest impact. It would be great if humans could uh, respond better to pleasure than we do to pain, but we don't. (laughs) We respond better to pain than we do to pleasure. So September 2011, I had my own 2011, my own September 2011, my beautiful baby boy took his own life and that was, he was only a week off of his 18th birthday and that that was a pivotal point for me in my life. That changed everything. It uh, pulled back the covers on all of my complications. At that point in time, I had been a, a hoarder for a very, very long time. I was a good hoarder too. Not just a little hoarder, we're talking spectacular. We're talking 33 cubic meters of stuff. So, you know, they write movies about the type of hoarding I did. I was um, an alcoholic, uh, had been an alcoholic for more than 30 years uh ocd to the point of self-harm adhd to the point of total distraction and uh was considerably overweight 25 kilos and riddled with all sorts of health issues so you know i was living like that and i was still living like that and i was still happy to keep living like that and i had really it was a really it was an awakening uh, have been- so so
0: charlene how did you how did you uh you know so to speak conquer all that how, how did you overcome all those obstacles
1: yeah, great question. Uh, on the night that he passed, I had been praying that I'd been able to bring him back and then ambulance yeah. officers came. They uh, they worked on him for 15 minutes and I was also praying that uh, they'd be able to make a difference. And it wasn't until I got an answer to my prayer, but it wasn't the answer I was expecting. I was expecting, you know, a Lazarus moment and they would uh, bring him back to life. But um, I got a one word one word answer to my prayer it was very loud it was audible i could feel it in my body i thought everyone else in the house could hear it but it was a word that was just meant for me and it was forgive and forgive uh, that changed everything so uh, a little bit later when i was able to stand up the ambulance officer asked if i wanted to go in to say goodbye to scott so i did like he's six foot two so a big 17 year old like just you know just under six foot three and I uh, lied down and put my head on his chest and I said, mummy forgives you for your choice. And that was a really powerful moment for me. Like uh, I, it was instant forgiveness. I've never experienced that before. And, mm. and now, even though I forgave him for his choice immediately, it took a really long time for me to forgive myself. And yeah. that oh, was sure. journey, is the, the journey of forgiveness. Mother's guilt's a real thing. Uh, parent guilt's a real thing. And it took quite some time for me to forgive myself. So yes, and that's probably the very first step of me being able to, I call, heal at the speed of love. And that is to have forgiven my son for his choice and be able to move
2: forward. Yeah, Yeah, the the stages of grief. Shock, denial, anger, acceptance. You've got to flow through those. And like you said, uh, uh, sometimes, uh, some the good times often come and go and get forgotten, but it's the bad things that shape our character, which reminds me of the Star Trek 5 movie. That's the one, I don't know if you've seen it, I don't know if you're a trackie or a sci-fi fan at all, but that's the one where Spock's long lost brother nobody knew about till they created him for that movie, <laughs> his half-brother comes and Heals people's pain. He uses the Vulcan mind meld to go into people's minds. And Spock now and Shatner's character, Captain Kirk, says to him, No, you are not going to relieve my pain. I need my pain. It's part of me. It's what made me who I am today. And we need to remember that. That to me was such a very important movie for that thought alone. You may not like negative things that happen, but they re- uh, they reveal and sometimes help develop our positive character, like you yeah. expressed. You then turned a corner. Absolutely, oh, yeah. and
1: uh, it began with the healing. It began with the forgiveness. Vigo
2: family-friendly meals in under 30 minutes. Start with Vigo red beans and rice. Add scrumptious sausage and bring a few friends to the party. The flavor of the Big Easy done nice and easy. Vigo, spice up your dinner table.
1: Absolutely. And you're right. I jumped from stage one grief to stage five in a matter of seconds, which meant yeah, like a switch.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I, I took the command seriously and, (laughs) and forgave instantly. And yes. So, so later on that night, so in Australia, if there is a suicide, the police come, it's what happens. So the police were there, they're investigating everybody, you know, just in case there's nefarious things happening, that's what they have to do. So the police were there, they're investigating, inquiring people and I'm sitting on my couch with my feet just shoved in underneath my legs, almost rocking in a fetal position and I'm staring at my giant cup of coffee that's now going cold and because I'd gone through the space of being able to forgive, I was in the next space which is I was in a position to make a decision and I was staring at my coffee and I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna thrive through this. I'm not just gonna survive. That's what Scott would want. And that that was it. That was the decision. And I think there's a really important lesson in here and is the power of making a decision. The word decision means to cut off and kill. So think pesticide, suicide. So side means kill and die means cut. And we need to make decisions. And we too frequently we sit on the fence. When we sit on the fence, our own psychological immune system does not kick in to support us. So I'd made a decision. I did not know what thriving looked like. I just knew it didn't look like hoarding, alcohol, everything else that I was sitting in, that misery of a life I was living. I knew it didn't look like that, but I didn't know what it looked like and I didn't know how to get there. But the decision was made and that's really powerful. So listeners, if you want to change a life, you know, who do you need to forgive? and, and it's, it's quite frequently it's, yourself and what decisions do you need to make
2: and it's yeah. like when we had sadia on and she went through her story and to me
0: um normally a product of incest would be when the child was born through an through an incest situation i was born my parents were married when i was born and at a young age my dad did bad things to me and no one wants to be incest girl. No one wants to be the face of incest. But at a certain point, you're like, well, someone needs to talk about this because I'm not the only one. And I guess it's me. You know, I've got all this stage experience from doing comedy and acting and things like that. Um, you showed that the beginning of the talk, which was very courageous of you, you know, to yeah. put that on the podcast. At the end of it, I give my tips on suicide prevention. So I want to, you know, jump to that because that will apply to a lot more people than just the sexual abuse survivors.
2: And I revealed to this audience for the first time, I myself am a suicide attempt survivor from 2004. That's why in Terror Strikes, there is a major suicide prevention thread. I made that turn also of, okay, I now need to demonstrate to others all life has meaning, and you may not understand your point and your purpose. You may not understand and see the value you bring to others' lives at this point, but it's there. It's like Clarence in the It's a Wonderful Life movie. Uh, you know, be somebody's Clarence, show them how their life has brought value to others, and you. You get to show others that there is life after that, and to go on, and to honor your loss by helping others.
0: Yeah, yeah, Charlene, I, yeah, I do apologize. We we have some storms like that are coming in, so uh, I, I hate to cut it uh, short with you, but uh, it's 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 going back and forth. I notice uh, the 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 recording coming in, going. Uh, I hope I gave you enough time to, you know, to plug in uh, your your content and everything. But, you know, uh, for some of the listeners that want to know more about you, where can they find you at, ma'am?
1: Yeah, just look for Charlene Lynch, spelt the Irish way with an S, not a C, the American way. So Charlene Lynch, I'm everywhere, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and uh, and also on the website. So I'd love to share with your listeners the five stages of how to get to where you want to go. But you, maybe we can jump on again another time for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, and like I said, you know, Florida, the the sun, sunshine state, but it's also known as the tropical state. You know, the storms coming and going in this great state. But uh, it was great having you on Savage Unfiltered. I, I heard your story and love it. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, heart to you too, man. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much, and uh, continue, continue fighting. You know, uh, you know, just emotions, grief, because everybody everybody has it, Charlene. Uh, I have it. Joseph has it. Everybody, uh, United States, I mean, is going through crazy amounts of all of that. And
2: yeah, know, we had, had the so world, many yeah. more suicides because of the isolation of the lockdowns of the Wuhan hysteria. So we, and they're still higher rates than ever. So these messages are important.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thank and you very much, Charlene. And, uh, Take it easy, ma'am. Thanks for being on the show. Not Alrighty, Joseph. Oh, yeah, I got it. Freaking storms here. They're getting bad. You know, I try to dodge it, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah that's like, why I, that's why I wanted to get you know kind of. Get rid, get rid of the show real quick because you know it's it's coming and going. I think that's what it the
2: storms up. The, yeah, the palm trees are swaying pretty close hard. Close out on our terms before yeah. we accidentally just go down in a heap yeah. and. Crash. But she was great. She was
0: great. <laughs> I I think she's a you know she's got a lot of great stuff and I hope to have her back on because she reached yeah. out to us and she seen the show so she wanted to share a yeah. message.
2: Well, we close yeah. out another very very serious, and yeah. we're not only politics here yeah right
0: yeah oh yeah guys remember keep it savage and uh we'll see you next week on uh static radio joseph myself and uh and sauce here that should be a fun show thanks thanks a lot uh take it easy guys